Hey guys, it's uh, Jeff. Um, I'm not going to make a habit of this uh, because I really want you to get right to the episode, episode 10 of MANA with our guest, Mike Schrader. Um, but uh, you know how in newspapers where, um, for those that still read newspapers, you know, sometimes you'll read the newspaper and they'll have a, an area in the, in the paper uh, for retractions, things that, that, the, that the paper messed up the day before. Um, and so then they print the correction the next day. Uh, this is, this is a, a bit of a retraction. Uh, so um, uh, as you listen to this next episode, <clears throat> which is fantastic, there's going to be a section, um, and it actually comes during the, uh, the fun section, uh, where, um, where I try to tell a joke. And uh, for those that know me, I, I know like two jokes. My whole life, I, I can never remember him, and and so when when Mike was talking, uh, and I'm not going to ruin what he was talking about um, or, or give you the, all the context, but anyway, he was uh, he was telling a story, and it reminded me of this this one joke, this one of two jokes that I that I remember, and I was so excited um, that uh, I was so excited to tell the joke that you know I'm just kind of I'm waiting for him to be done talking so I can talk, and uh, and so he uh, gave me an opening, and so then I <clears throat> I shared. Uh, what I thought was the joke that I that I remembered, and uh, and he laughed and and we laughed and you know very successful joke telling little uh, vignette there, and then it wasn't until after uh, after the recording and uh, several hours later, I'm uh, just you know kind of reflecting on the on the show and and all the great things that Mike said and and I was thinking about the joke and as I was re remembering now. The telling of this one joke, uh, one of a couple jokes that I know, I realized I did not tell the joke right. I messed it up. So, uh, so I'm going to tell you the joke correctly here, and so and so that when you when you listen to to the show and and then we get to the joke part, uh, you can you can hear how badly I messed it up. I didn't. It wasn't terrible. I mean, it was. It was in like the ballpark of, of the joke to the point, and Mike was polite enough to, to laugh. So I thought it was, you know, a success at the time, but it wasn't. <clears throat> so the joke is this. Uh, when you're golfing, and uh, if you're ever golfing in, in, a, in, a, in a thunderstorm or, or lightning, and you see lightning on the golf course, uh, you know, the club that you want to be playing with is a two-iron because not even God can hit a two-iron. Okay, so that's the joke. Uh, it is so not funny now as you're listening to it. I totally get that. But, uh, but, but that's the joke that I meant to tell when we get to the portion uh, in the show where the, where, the, where the incorrect joke was told. So, all right, with that, enjoy episode 10 <laughs> of Mana. a podcast featuring ordinary men of extraordinary faith. This is MANA. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of MANA, the podcast featuring ordinary men of extraordinary faith. I'm your host, Jeff Peterson. Now, none of the guys you're going to meet on this podcast would consider themselves extraordinary, but it's their humble, holy way of living. Uh, that is exactly what makes them extra to me, and I'm excited for you to meet them. Now, 
Uh, for those of you that have listened to past episodes, first of all, thank you. And please keep sending guest ideas uh, our way. We've gotten a couple of them. Um, and, uh, but for those that have been listening, you know that I know all of our Mana guests in some way uh, or another, whether it's been through work or college or kids or church. But uh, today's guest starts getting us into family territory, not, not, uh, not all the way in. And uh, not tech, I was thinking about this. I don't even, technically, I don't even think we're like related at all, even by like, you know, common law, anything like that. I don't, we're not even in-laws, I don't think. Uh, he is the husband of the sister of my wife. So, uh, so, he, uh, so he and I have uh, plenty in common as uh, fellow outlaws, as we like to call ourselves, of the wonderful family we married into, but, uh, but we're going to stay focused on, on the topic at hand, and we won't get too much into that's a whole other podcast. I think they about. call that brother-in-laws by Mary. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> yeah. So, uh, so we're going to stay focused uh, on, on this show for now. But, uh, but from aside uh, from being um, my and Lori's table mate at extended family dinners, he's a multi-talented human in areas of sport, especially golf and song, especially uh, the Our Father, which he sang at our wedding, and anything Elvis, which he was not allowed to sing at our wedding. He's an attorney, realtor. You got to come around. <laughs> attorney, realtor, developer, entrepreneur, and former Oli, uh, which we will talk about that later. Uh, but most importantly, a devoted husband, father, son, and friend. Welcome to today's Manna Man. Mr. Mike Schrader. Thank you. Hello, Michael. Uh, where to start? Uh, you know, I was actually, when I was writing your intro um, and just thinking about today uh, and just thinking about all the years we've known each other, it's been, it's got to be over 20, 20 years. Um, and uh, we've shared so many experiences together uh, and a lot of faith experiences together with through our family, you know, weddings and funerals and First communions and confirmations and just just a myriad yeah, of things. It's over twenty five years. Yeah, we just had our twenty fifth wedding yeah. anniversary, so it was prior to that. Yeah, it was. It was. And um, <clears throat> but I was thinking about all those the, all those sort of ceremonies that we've hung out and and been around faith. But I don't know. And maybe we had some passing conversations on golf courses years past. But I don't know that we've ever had a chance to really just sit down and talk about faith. So I really appreciate uh, this time to to do it and. Now all of you listening can just listen in on to uh, brother-in-laws by marriage <laughs> talk about talk about faith. But um, but anyway, since this is a family-themed sort of episode, that's where I want to start. I want to start with your family. Uh, you are uh, you are a, uh, a father of five, uh, six with Grace, who you uh, lost at birth. Um, three of the five are triplets, and so. Uh, so for those that don't know Mike uh, and his wonderful family, they make a presence wherever they go. Okay, uh, And so even though when you guys have to divide and conquer at mass, you know, you guys are making it a, 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 an impression. You're filling up half the pew either, you want, even when you have to divide and conquer. I'm just walking behind and paying the bill. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, 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 um, so we're going to talk about family first here. And, and before we even talk about your family here with, with, with the girls and, 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 uh, and with Annie, um, I want to start kind of where it started, like, because you come from a very strong family, you know, your mom and dad and your siblings. So talk about, talk a little bit about how you grew up, like, um, and, and when, what was, what was the, 
what was the dynamic growing up in a, in a, in a very strong family and, you know, you know, church and faith and all that kind of stuff. What, what, what was it like? <clears throat> well, um, our family was uh, a bit unique um, in the sense that uh, my dad grew up on a farm and that work ethic was the core of his uh, drive and entrepreneurial uh, efforts. And so uh, at, a, at an early age, a lot of what was going on in our family was driven by our mom. Mm. So uh, <clears throat> I've always been a bit of a mama's boy because of that. Um, and you're the oldest, right? I'm mm-hmm. the middle. Oh, you're the middle. middle. Brett have an older sister and a younger brother. Um, and uh, I think sitting in the middle is a nice place to be. Uh, I saw my uh, sister suffer the slings and arrow of being the oldest <laughs> child and and I witnessed my younger brother kind of cruising in on the wake of the whole program. Um, <clears throat> but we're all good friends, and as a matter of fact, we're all in business together, and we have a family business, and that has been a unique evolution as well. Um, and our sort of uh, growing up together and evolving into kind of different roles in the business and things like that, but um, we were just a normal Lutheran family, um, uh, and... Uh, <clears throat> not much going on there, you know, sports and music and, and those kinds of things. And uh, So with your mom being, you know, because uh, I'd have to say that was that was my family as well. So was it your mom, like, um, I remember my dad was a big uh, all-star wrestling fan, and it was always on on Sundays at, you know, 11 o'clock. Oh, um, absolutely. Kenny the Southwestern Exactly, the, 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 the high flyers, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, rem- I can vividly remember my mom, you know, not not literally, but, but pretty near, dragging you know my dad uh, you know to church uh and we were all in tow i mean was that kind of a thing like was 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 your mom active in 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 church and i was fortunate that our church had a very active youth group Mm. um and we all got involved with that and it was uh it was kind of a singing group i wouldn't say that it was a performance group we made sounds (laughs) 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 but uh you know we went on tours we went to camps and, uh, you know, we kind of had developed some fellowship and some good friendships through that um, and, you know, took our religious edu- education mm-hmm. through the Lutheran Church. Uh, and it was right in this, the same church all the way up and the same church that my parents still are somewhat members of, although mm-hmm. they um, are, you know, because of their age, uh, watching more yeah. uh, services than, than attending. but. Um, yeah, it was, it was, it was classic Lutheran. My dad was a Missouri Synod Lutheran, which is mm. a very strict, mm-hmm. um, um, you know, sect of the Lutheran church, uh, you know, took his catechism in German and the whole deal. Uh, but, um, it wasn't, uh, church was, a um, a, something we, we, we did. It wasn't necessarily, um, the guiding principle, I necessarily, it was underlying. You know, mm-hmm. like there wasn't something that we talked about a lot. Mm-hmm. Not that it, that I we viewed it any less, but it was just part of growing up. It was just like the, so I, I viewed it as kind of the normal stuff. And I think yeah. um, I loved going because I loved the music in the Lutheran church. Yeah. Um, it's the one thing as a, as a Catholic now that I kind of think is hilarious because, you know, the Catholics really didn't have music as part of their mass yeah, and they, yeah. and they stole all the music and <laughs> put their own lyrics to it, you know, it's, so yeah. it's like, it's not the same, yeah. but, um, 
Well, and I do think growing up also in the Lutheran church, I think I think Protestants do youth uh, worship and youth well. Like it's a, they it's because that's how I got into it. You know, yeah. I mean, it was all it felt as much of a social uh, club, you know, yeah. a social outlet as anything, you know, and it's just, and then I think the church stuff just kind of snuck in, you know, a little bit through the cracks. Yeah. Um, it, I liked it. I, I had a lot of good friends that were through it. Um, you know, we shared a lot of stuff together. We, we, uh, I think sort of established a little bit of a baseline, but, um, and in that same way, I don't think it was, uh, uh, I don't want to use the word churchy, if that's the wrong mm-hmm. word, but it wasn't. Uh, it was very comfortably set in our dynamic of school, family life, um, and uh, and the church. Mm-hmm. And um, and I think that uh, <clears throat> I I don't want to say we we're creasters, but I think we kind of did. It, you know, <laughs> we, I, don't, I don't know that we were. Uh, the attendance record was perfect, but we, it was a, it was a weekly ritual yeah. and. Part of the ritual was we would go to church and then we would drive down and visit the farm and visit my my uh, paternal grandparents. Yeah, and that was a great um, uh, kind of a weekly journey. It was it's about an hour south of the cities, and um, you know it ended up being in the city where I went to college, and so I was very familiar with it. And yeah. and uh, it was kind of a weekly thing. So it really, the part I liked about it um, was that. It was a whole day. Yeah. It, it was the day that my dad didn't work. Mm. You know, yeah. so the time with him and, and yeah. the rest of his family. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's cool. Yeah. So speaking of college, so you did. So down in Northfield, you ended up. I joked earlier at Saint Olaf. For those listening, I went to Gustavus. I think that's come up before. Yeah, that's but school on the other hill. Exactly the other hill, two hills <clears throat> here in Minnesota. So so um, so how did then at Saint Olaf, which is also you know it's a good sort of you know, Lutheran church school did, did, uh, was, was you making it there? Was that as much as a matter of kind of familiarity and great music, which, you know, I know you sang in school. I mean, um, as much as it was the faith tradition around it. I mean, was it that also just kind of in the background when you were in school? Um, the choice, choice there was it, it it just checked a lot of boxes for me. I could Mm -hmm. do a lot of the things that I wanted to continue to do. And I, I'm a firm, advocate of a liberal arts education i didn't really know exactly what i wanted to do or who i wanted to be so kind of getting this general education i thought was a good baseline um i like the size of it i liked uh, unlike uh, and this is not a commentary that one what's good or bad but i liked the um you know getting to know my professors and having access to them and having personal relationships on smaller classes and mm. that school fit that bill very similar to the school you went yeah and um it, you know it, it really wasn't a faith decision even though i know it was a strong lutheran school um but it kind of became that way a little bit uh, even though it had a very diverse mix of religious backgrounds mm-hmm. but the one thing i did like about it was the liturgical music and um uh they had this daily chapel it was optional mm-hmm. you know it wasn't like militant or anything but mm-hmm. it was a forum for students to kind of talk and that was a big thing you did a chapel talk you know and uh so your classmates would get up there and kind of talk about their lives that's cool and like was it scheduled? Like like everybody did it eventually, yeah, or it was between 
It was during the day, like at ten thirty. Okay, but so like the the chapel talks. Did students like? Did you were you, was that part of your kind of career at Saint Olaf? Like like everyone's got to do it, or, or people yeah, just kind of volunteer? It was not a requirement. Okay, okay. <clears throat> I never did one. Okay, I had several of my friends that did, um, but I just always thought it was interesting because you could see what everybody's experience was and kind of. Um, how they got there and find out a little bit more about them. And yeah. um, so that's, that's kind of how I, how I ended up there. I mean, um, and I just, I loved my time there. It yeah. was, I think I had the initial kind of freshman thing going on be, uh, initially, but, but uh, really settled in and, and really think highly of uh, my time there. And uh, so I don't know if you have that same kind of, a lot of my close friends are from there still, um, yeah. that I keep in touch with yeah. and as opposed to, uh, you know, went on to graduate school and, and I, I have like a very small group of friends, but not like the core guys and gals that I mm-hmm. went through college with. So, yeah. and I think it's also a little bit of, of where you are in the time of your life. Yeah, totally, so, totally. So and I do that. think there are things not to overthink it too much, but, you know, Casares has a similar setup chapel and then a regular chapel kind of service every day at 10 o'clock and where everything shuts down you know so you got a couple hours of class 10 o'clock pretty sure it was 10 o'clock and then at 10 o'clock everything stops and you don't you didn't have to go to chapel but there was really nothing else to do and and it ended up being something for me that I was not a a, a religious no pun intended attendee but you know I went enough it sounds like same as you I want enough to appreciate it you know and just to kind of appreciate the just it, kind of that time it, to pause it, it becomes a lot like you know masses to me currently is that sort of uh time for thought yeah and um to be quiet and yeah. to just kind of it's it's there to um give you an opportunity to either participate in what the discussion is or, you know, clear your head or do whatever you need to do to kind of, um, be thoughtful of things that are important. I, that's what I liked about it. Yeah. Um, I, and, and like, I'm like, I'm not going to say one every day because <laughs> I, I didn't, but I thought it was, I thought it was really cool. And, uh, um, so and, and enjoyed that. Um, at, at that school and the, and the music and yeah. the sports and all the stuff. Yeah, my dad. So now that I've ripped my dad for staying home wanting to watch wrestling, my dad actually later in life, who is a he's a very faithful churchgoer uh, now, and um, he said something really cool about church. This a few years back, and he's he's not a preacher, you know, theologian, anything like that. But he was just saying how it's church is great because it's one hour out of the week where everything is positive. You know, even when you're talking about sin and forgiveness, it's still at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's very affirming. You know, there's not, nobody's criticizing you. Like nobody's, you know, you don't walk away from church feeling like, oh, now I got to go work on all this stuff. So he, I just always appreciated what you said. And it's, it's just kind of this little respite, you know, yeah, kind I'm of from the week. I've learned to look at it as I've uh, grown older, uh, more as an opportunity <laughs> in lieu of an obligation mm-hmm. um, because of the, because of that time yeah. and that, and the feeling of the need for that time to sort of, you know, uh, just think about things. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And, Was there uh, anything so, so pretty, you know, normal, you know, quote unquote, normal childhood, normal college experience. So 
you know, but and not to put you on the spot, but you're on the show. You know, I, I think I think for people meeting you later in life in your, you know, your 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 uh, I'm not going to make an age comment, but Mike is older than I am. Um, but you know, I think if people were to meet you now and and just and how you're you're very humble about it, but you're very faithful. I mean, you just you're very visible, like you say. You're attending church, and the the kids have been involved in a lot of stuff, and and you know. Um, so was there a moment, was, can you point in to your life where w- did the, did the switch flip at any point in time or, or was it just kind of this just gradual kind of maturation and, you know, you become, you, you know, you well, become married, a husband married and, a Catholic woman. <laughs> okay. Uh, as did you. And, um, you know, you, you make that vow. And for me, uh, my faith and my views on religion are very, uh, open to people's interpretation. And so I was like, here I am, you know, I've, I've been doing this thing for a while. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm okay with this. I, I, you know, so I was, uh, I felt a little out of the loop, especially the strong family that we married into. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, and so I think for me, it was like, I should probably do this RCIA thing, you know, just to keep peace in the world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I, uh, and I kind of went in there with, I don't know, I, I wasn't cavalier. I didn't have a bad attitude. I just was like, you know, I'm going to go until I hear something that bothers me yeah, or something that I don't agree with or something that to me is a big deal. Yeah. Uh, there's obviously differences and everybody has their own views and things. And my whole thing is, is like, it's painfully arrogant of me to make a decision on what somebody else's thinking as it relates to their personal faith. So I kind of went in there and said, well, this is going to be mine then. Yeah. And, and then, you know, enter kids and it's an, another component yeah. that I think, uh, <clears throat> makes you, uh, understand the need for commitment and guidance. And, um, I guess those things have shaped, um, sort of uh my direction yeah from these 25 years yeah um it's but, funny when you talk about when you met when you say those exact words about about sitting going into rca and and saying you know i'm, I'm gonna be here until until uh you know until i hear something that doesn't that's exactly what our uh father-in-law said when he um if you talk to our mother-in-law uh <laughs> and how she recounts the story of how uh, Mr. Wayman, he said the exact same thing. He's and he, and he said it exactly how you just said it. And, well, I, uh, I kind of decided on short notice, and so this was at, <laughs> at our church that we used to go to, and I, I just kind of showed up, and they said, "Well, you got to have a sponsor, and you got to <laughs> sign up, and you got to do this." This isn't just like a walk-in, yeah, kind of a thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, you know, and I'm like, okay, I'm sponsored by Nike. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> and they and and they thankfully they were really open to it. I never ended up having a sponsor. Really? No, I oh, just wow. did it. Um, I guess the people that were running it just sort of stood up for me, and yeah. I I went and completed yeah. the the things, and I didn't find it. <clears throat> I found it interesting, and so that was kind of the beginning of a little bit of that piece of it. But it that didn't diminish or countermand any of the the stuff that I had prior mm-hmm. growing up, it just kind of, it's like, um, layers on a cake, yeah. you know, you just keep adding 
Yeah, oh, I love that, and I think that's important for for people who who are listening and who don't know you. I mean, and because that's, I remember when you did that, and and that's what was so impressive because you did grow up, even though, you know, you're you're humbly talking about you know it was kind of a normal childhood, but you you had you had very strong family tradition, family, you know, it wasn't you were not godless at all, you know, at yeah, all. Yeah, but I wasn't you Jim know. Peterson. I didn't sit in the <clears throat> coffee shop and talk about it. It's just no, not well, my, no, that's but, not what I uh, I I don't know. And I don't have a problem with folks doing that. I love that people are open to that, and but that's it's hard for me. Yeah. And so I, I had a hard time. Coming but I think on that's this what show. makes it cool. <laughs> that's I think what makes it cool that you did it, and you did it um, as much for like when you talk about the layers on the cake. I think it's a beautiful metaphor because, you know, when you were growing up and then single, like you had, you just had one layer. You know, it's like you, and so you've got your way and just like we all did like we all figure out our way to kind of get through life and get through faith and get through work and get through friends but as you add these awesome layers of family and you just realize that there's there's other things to take into consideration and that that's just kind of the alignment i think is so powerful and the fact that you know well, you mentioned uh, i'm older than you too so now i'm starting to, <laughs> to see what things are like as the layers come down yeah. you know as the kids go away Sure. And as you consider the sort of different chapters in yeah. your life, um, you know, uh, getting reacquainted with your spouse and yeah. identifying maybe your health issues and, you know, uh, dealing with death. Yeah. Uh, all of these things are all kind of another layer that, you know, sort of you're getting down to that core layer again. Yeah. Right? yeah. So um, for, for me, um, yeah, the, it's it's uh, it's it's changing and ever evolving, and yeah. I think the the core of it all is to um, be able to have the continuity of that that uh, essence, that time, the the thinking of it. Yeah, um, helps me. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's kind and of we all need help. Right? Totally, totally. And 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 I think you know, as as you were talking, I'm reminded by. Um, so I've got something in my closet uh, that was made by one of your daughters, and it's this really cool uh, framed piece of um, five pictures, five random pictures of different things. But but they're all of like you know random like uh, 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 like railing handles or something like that. But they all uh, each of them spells out a, it's a letter and it spells out faith and. Um, and I've got it, and so every morning I see that, and so every morning I think of. I, think I know, of but me. they just stole that from those letters <laughs> you wrote in your house. Well, <laughs> no, my point is, and what the reason I bring it up is, it's got to be so cool. Also, I know it's cool because of of, of our own family and our, our own daughters, but it's got to be neat to see all of your. I'm going to go back to our cake metaphor as you're sort of crafting this cake and all these layers. It's got to be cool to see that come out in your kids, you know, and not that they're all, you know, carrying Bibles and, right. you know, pro, you know, picketing. I mean, they're, they're just living it. You know what I mean? That's just coming out in the people that they are, you know? Yeah. Um, no, and I uh, appreciate you say that. I, I, uh, I'm proud of their, um, uh, sort of that each of them is in their own way taking the next step. I think that this is the very hardest time. Yeah. For young people, sort of when they're the teenager through college, 
um, because you have this air of invincibility and there's lots of other things to do and you're, you know, well, I have to find a place to live and I need to get a job and I need to meet another person. And, you know, and so you, those things sort of, you know, tend to become the top priority and, and you kind of get away from some of your core stuff. So I've been uh, encouraged to hear that they're, you know, uh, doing their best to, to find their, mm. their own path. And, um, and I, I don't, we don't really, it's not something I sit them down and really talk about only that if there are troubled times that, that, um, and good times, um, that, uh, you know, be joyful in that. Yeah. yeah. So the good and the bad and understand, yeah. um, you know, see the, sort of these core values come from a lot of that. And so, um, you know, we're just, it makes me feel good that, uh, that they didn't fight it, yeah. you know, and that they weren't militantly, yeah. I think they're, and, and it helps that they have, you know, a lot of family cousins and friends yeah. that are, that they live it as well, you know, all your kids yeah. and yeah. our other in-laws and things yeah. like that. And, and so, yeah, no, I appreciate well, yeah. that. At, at worst, like all of us, I think at worst, they're, uh, all of our kids and us at worst, uh, they can be distracted, you know, mm-hmm. and just preoccupied with other things like we all are. Well, but I do think there's a foundation there that I just feel like, you know, uh, you got to rig your ship, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And if you're going to make that journey, doing that happens when they're kids. Yeah, and, totally. And it, it becomes a solid foundation. Yeah. So, so we've heard, you know, of, wife and I have really tried to work through that and she's a very consistent and stable leader in that regard. Yeah. I'm kind of floating over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is the understatement. Not the floating, but the, the <laughs> fact that, uh, that, uh, yeah, we're both very blessed in that regard. All right. Well, Hey, uh, uh, by the way, two for two on the metaphors, the cake and the ship rigging the ship. That's fantastic. That, that, those are, I'm a big metaphor guy. Those are going to make the top 10 of, uh, man of metaphors. All right, we we are now to the uh, we are now to the section of the show that is still uh, poorly named for all of you people who have been emailing me with offers to to better brand this portion of the show. Uh, I appreciate your offers, uh, but but you've gone silent, and so this still remains a miserable, miserably uh, a section of the show called the fun segments. And so we've got three questions. Uh, for those that have been listening in the past, you know the drill. All of our guests know these questions in advance, and so they've had plenty of time to think of clever, witty, inspiring answers for us. David so, Faraday calls his the lightning round. <laughs> lightning round, I like it. This is the lightning round. Lightning round. That's right. And, then, and on a show like this, you got to watch out for the lightning. <laughs> you do, you do. <laughs> All right, so fun segment question number one, Michael. If, uh, if Jesus knocked on your door tomorrow and just wanted to hang out, what would you do with him? Well, I mean, I think you probably know this one. It's real easy for me. I I am hopelessly smitten with the game of golf. Uh, it's a it's something I took up later in life. Um, and uh, it is just the best opportunity to have an opportunity to just be with somebody uh-huh. for like four and a half hours. I think a lot of times you say, well, if you're going to have dinner, who would you? Well, I got them for four and a half hours. <laughs> and if the group ahead is just slow, you know, it might be five, yeah, right? You can cover um, a lot of ground. And I yeah. just, I think it would be great, uh, a great experience because um, 
I think you really get to know and find out about people when you're outdoors. And uh, I think golf courses are beautiful. Yeah. And when you're knocking it around and, and, and then, you know, that also includes the post golf activities, you know, that, that, you know, I, I have having a beer with Jesus mm-hmm. would be great. Right. Awesome. 19th so, hole. Yeah. Very good. Yep. Um, I'm still trying to figure out how many strokes you'd have to give me. <laughs> <laughs> and what kind of bat well, would, you can't what cheat kind of bat would have, yeah, yeah, if, I'd be interested to see if you use the foot wedge. Yeah. But, <laughs> and he only needs one club, right? I mean, totally. So, um, <laughs> So that's an easy Speaking one. of clubs, I remember I used to carry, uh, <laughs> as I think only you probably know, I, I used to carry a two-wedge in my bag. I don't even know why. I had this dumb set of clubs. Um, and I, and you, this is years ago, and uh, one of the better jokes that you've you ever told me, cleaner, uh, I might add, was that, uh, and it was something around, you know, why doesn't, why doesn't, uh, why doesn't Jesus uh, carry a two-wedge in his bag? And I said, I don't know why. He said, because it's not even God can hit a two edge. So that's right. right. That would be good. All right. Uh, Question number two. I Um, wish I could take credit for that joke, but it's been around for a long (laughs) time. Has it? Yeah. It's it's been attributed to you. So, Um, all right. So, question number two. Fun segment. Question number two. If you could go to church, we talked a lot about church this, uh, this show. If you could go to church with any other guy, living or dead, who would it be? Um, My son. Awesome. Say more about that. So he's uh, 20, what is he now, 24? He's 23. 23. Okay. He's living in Tennessee. Um, and you've obviously been to church with him uh, yeah. a lot in yeah, the past, I, I just, uh, which makes this answer even... I miss even, him. He's serving in the military. Yeah. Um. Uh, he went to one of these small liberal arts colleges as well that I think uh, um, has a great fellowship and a great uh, uh, way of uh, keeping men together um, and uh, and in the Benedictine way. And um, he doesn't have that anymore, you yeah, know. So yeah. I uh, I haven't seen him for a long. Yeah. I think going to church with him would be awesome. I think that would be probably probably the best hour you could spend. Yeah. Him, you yeah. Know? I uh I check in on him now and again and uh I, he's at that age where he's trying to figure it out, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm encouraging him in the same way that it provided me guidance to maybe consider that as a social group, as mm-hmm. a uh, a guidance, yeah, something like that. Uh, so I, I feel like it would be helpful for him, and so it'd be great if we could go together. He's a he's a great singer, great too, singer. So, oh my gosh! So yeah. we love to yeah. uh, we love to kind of crank it up, and you know the people in front of us turn around and say, you know, could you knock it off? Yeah. Um, and the harmonies. I mean, you guys are just like <laughs> you're you're way too good at just breaking into uh, like you know. It's like being in front of a Pitch Perfect show. It's, uh, I, you it's probably great. can't see on radio, but it gets it gets me emotional. I, uh, I love that guy. I think it's great. That's a great answer. All right, last question. Fun segment. Question number three. And and this could be speaking of, speaking of uh, your son. Maybe maybe you've actually shared this. But if you had one piece of advice 
So it's kind of getting it back to the theme of this, of this podcast. If you had one piece of advice to give a young man about being comfortable in living his faith, what would it be? Um, my dad had a saying that I liked, and it applies to your faith and to your work and to your just uh, essence. And he says 90% of life is showing up. Yeah. So so I think I think that people need to young people they just need to keep showing up. And that, and that doesn't mean showing up at church, it means showing up intellectually for people that they need, um putting in the time for work, for their fitness. Um it can mean church, but uh show up. That's number 1. And number 2 is and uh, this is something I try and work on because I'm a, I'm a talk first, listen second, <laughs> which is often, which is Well, horrible. you're really good at, you're very good at it. It's horrible, but I, I want to listen first mm. and, and, and learn to hear people. I, I think sometimes when I come into a discussion, I have what I want to say and what I think about it already out before they've even added their two points mm. and I'm, going down my path so Mm. so show up listen and then be a person of action cool so those three things yeah because you have the power to change things if you don't like the way they are and uh, you know that's why i get really frustrated if somebody's complaining about their lot in life or they got a bad deal on something or it's not working. It's just like, you have the power to change this. So make it happen, take action. Um, and, uh, uh, and, and I, I just think that those things are, are easy. And my final one is to, is to be positive, do things in a positive way, be joyful about yourself and enjoy every day. Yeah, that's great. You know, and just with that, you, this, you, uh, you sound like your dad. Because that's I could I could hear your dad saying all those same things, you know, and that's cool. That that's a great influence, great man influence there. So, all right, thanks so much. This is great. Thanks, Appreciate Jeff. it. Thank you for listening to Mana. If you have any questions or recommendations for future guests, send them to manapodcast at gmail.com.